Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McLean, here along with Les Bowen. Les. Hey. <laughs> Paul Donwich. Yo. I think Les is here. Uh, this is the Bird's Eye View Podcast. Uh, before I get started on uh, talking about the Eagles, uh, please read all our stuff at Inquire.com. Subscribe at Inquire.com and join the Early Birds newsletter, which you, I think, can do also at Inquire.com. All right, guys. The Eagles uh, lost another game. This one kind of in, I guess, frustrating fashion considering the the problems with the offense. And let's start with the number one topic around these these parts, and that's Carson Wentz. Um, Les, you wrote a pretty good uh, – not pretty good, a really good story, I thought, about oh, just a, you know after watching the film and just kind of picking up on what some former players and analysts have pointed out in that you know they pretty much have gone to bat for Carson Wentz and that mm-hmm. it wasn't all his fault on Sunday. Well, I think we picked that up ourselves and have written about that on three plays. I mean, they're not absolving him. Nobody, right. including yeah. Dan Orlovsky, absolved him from uh, no. uh, having a hard No, none of the turnovers. But Orlovsky didn't do a yeah. film breakdown of Carson's bad passes, did he? He, he just he just pointed out that the, the route problems with three of the – Yeah, yeah. You know. No, my point is like – I mean, I well, I, I have another riff to go on that. But uh, uh, your point, Les, is that um, – Yeah, I, he certainly was responsible for four of the five turnovers. And actually, there was another turnover that was negated by a penalty. Uh, you know, that's that's not what you need from your fourth-year franchise quarterback. But the problems with the throws, uh, I think Orlowski and Bryce Treggs showed that on several occasions where I thought, and I think a lot of people thought, God, he just threw it, you know, nowhere near that guy. It was a problem with the route that was being run. And uh, especially that uh, slant to uh, – J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, you know, where it looked like he threw it way beyond his reach and and Whiteside had to reach him. He was supposed to stop and wait for the ball, and he did, and he had his hands up, and then as Wentz is throwing the ball, he moves. (laughs) And, you know, those are things that you don't maybe, unless you really key on wide receiver play or quarterback play, you don't really notice as a fan or even as a media member, but – there was nothing Wentz could do. He was throwing the ball when the guy – why did the guy move? I don't have any idea. But this is the kind of thing – it's it's a chicken and egg. I mean, it's it's not like all of a sudden Carson Wentz is terrible. And it, it's – things are messed up. They don't have good receivers. They had – the best part of their offensive line was out Sunday by the third series. Uh, you know, it's, it's a – there's a giant mess around him and – you know, you can fault him for not somehow cleaning it up, but it's just, it's got to, before we really get too deep into, oh my God, you know, what's happened to Carson Wentz, I think putting decent receivers around him and a stable offensive line would be a good place to start. Right, right, <laughs> right. I, I was on the radio today and I heard someone before I went on talking about trading Carson. And sure, I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> the world's on fire right now in Eagles world, uh, in Eagles land and, and, I, I think I do get that people are trying to kind of balance the, you know, the ledger here uh, because it's not all on Carson. No, I mean, but I mean, this offense has been out of sync since since the Atlanta game when when they lost to Sean Jackson, which is just amazing when you think about it, because right. I mean, they 
They signed him and knew he wasn't going to play 16 games. They didn't expect him to play one game. But, I mean, he's not a guy that suddenly your offense should fall apart over. I realize he stretches the defense. But you still had Alshon Jeffrey and Nelson Aguilar who have – who managed to play pretty well when they won a Super Bowl yeah. and played pretty well last year. You added Miles Sanders, who's a weapon. You've got two tight ends who may be the yeah. two best pass-catching tandem tight ends in the league, and still the offense is screwed up. Now, it, it, it was has been underscored the last two weeks because with Aguilar and, and mm-hmm. Jeffrey out, Carson's been throwing to guys that, that yeah, off the you know, he doesn't have Literally. a lot of yeah. reps with, so – but it's just, you know, I, I don't know what's going on there. There's there's more than just – I mean, I don't think you could just say he stinks, you can't – you know, because he doesn't. And you can't say that his, his wide receivers stink. They're not playing well. But, I mean, Jeffrey and Aguilar have a track record. It wasn't like those – yeah, but it wasn't like those those guys were playing so hot beforehand. Beforehand, right. I mean, it's, it's a combination of things. I mean, this has kind of been almost a downward, uh, downward uh, spiral – Probably since the Super Bowl, it wasn't like the offense was on fire last year, and even yeah. since Frank Reich and, and yeah, yeah I mean that, that's the oh, that's the one common denominator everybody keeps because it wasn't Tory Smith. I, to me, that's a good common denominator because I just don't. We talked to Mike Grow uh, Tuesday. Uh, I brought up you know with with your offensive line and the shambles. How about moving the quarterback around? He said, "Well, we did that like three times. Three times. I, that was not. A, three I was isn't not satis- a lot. That wasn't a satisfying answer." And he see no. his his other quote was that you can't, every play can't be a rollout. Well, no, no. But three but out of more 50 than passes? three can. Yeah. You know, I, I just don't. I don't have any faith in what's being called and what's yeah. being drawn up here. You see other teams and the inventive things they do with their quarterbacks. The tight end thing you mentioned has flabbergasted me all season. They play a lot of 12 personnel with both those tight ends in there, but they don't throw to both of them a lot. You know, usually they throw to one or the other. You know, it's not like they both have a big game ever. Yeah. You know, and, and, and last year even you had that. You had yeah. deep passes to Goddard, which I haven't seen one of those this year. And, and you know, everybody – I mean, every defense they faced is, is focused on – on Ertz, I mean, he's got very few yards after the catch. On, on Sunday, he caught, what, 12 balls. A lot of them were late, but he took a pounding. I mean, he yeah. just every yeah. time every time he catches the ball, they're just beating on him. And you could see watching, uh, you know, watching him get up every time. I mean, it's starting to take its toll. Right. Uh, but, you know, I mean, the play calling you mentioned, you know, just go to the fourth quarter. And this is this is nothing to do with, with, a, with a pass play. Third and one. And – you know, you've got a quarterback who is perfect on quarterback sneaks this year. He's like a yep. kicker, perfect. And and what do they run? They run a, a weird trap play where Jason Peters can't get across fast enough to to, to take out the tackle, and it just blows up in their face when right. all you had to Very do was give, it, give it to your quarterback yeah. and you got a first down. And even then, if you, if you're worried about the hand because he had the hand injury. Just run a dive because yeah. it's a four-down territory. You're down two scores there. You could have done it again. A dive, two dives. Would, yeah. would, yes. I mean, yes. you would think the percentages would say that you'd get the – you'd get. now, look, I understand they have problems on the offensive line, and, but you're still running a pretty intricate type of run. Not intricate, but but a, a slower developing – More complicated A than slower necessary. developing pl- run yeah. play. And, than and one with 
you know, I don't know what Jason weighs right now, but he's not as fast as he was five years ago. And I don't, you know, I don't want my left tackle trying to yeah. run a trap play and have to go from point A to point B that quickly. Right. And then so the other two coaching decisions that I thought were kind of dubious. One was, you know, and we've talked about this uh, or written about it. Andre Dillard made it very clear that he wasn't ready to play last week mm-hmm. at right tackle, having never played there before. He described it as, you know, having to, to learn to write with your opposite hand. Um, well, I thought that was kind of hyperbolic, but that told you about where his, his yes. mental state was heading. Told into you the he game. wasn't thinking he could do it, yeah. right? Yeah. And th- you know, and then and then they pull him at halftime, and they have a very crucial third and three. Yes, uh, early in the third quarter, and it was again four down territory. Now, actually, it was a work with nine minutes left in the game. But go ahead. Okay, yeah. nine minutes left in the game. And you run a play in which it, 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 Big V's your like main guy there. It's a, it's a it's a it's not a complicated play, but from what we understand, it's and it's not one it's one that they've run before, but it's one that all of a sudden they've recently added to the game plan. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then all of a sudden you know Big V is really an important block in that, and he's he's not doesn't seem like he's set right, and then he gets blown up, and then Sanders must have felt the heat or something like that, and then the exchange gets boxed. I don't I thought mm-hmm. Sanders assumed that since the defender was on top of him that he wasn't going to get the ball. Yeah. Because right. um, he didn't have his hands up. Right. And Carson Wentz is looking downfield and handing the ball to Sanders, whom he has no idea doesn't have his hands up. Yeah, it looked like and, a play that they had never practiced before. Yeah, it and, looked and, like and, the and preseason. Maybe, and my <laughs> guess is that maybe Big V hadn't practiced it in, in yeah. months. You know, Probably not as a well, tackle. Sa- Sanders anyway. kind of admitted yeah. they haven't practiced it very often. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that was – and, and third and three, again, you know, yeah. run it into the line twice, get yeah. the first down. They just couldn't seem to ever – grasp the situation yeah. they were in. They couldn't mold their play calling to the reality of their situation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge problem with this team right now. I really do. They've done it before. <clears throat> and that's, you know, that's what's been a little bit surprising. Maybe things are so dire. And this is, again, when you lose Brooks early in the game and, and you had no lane, we've clearly seen that they're a different team without lane. Um and they, you know, again, as poorly as Alshon and Nelson have played this year, they're still better than right. yeah. than the guys, other guys they have. Uh, but you know, it's been a collection of things, and uh, one is personnel, specifically at the wide receiver position, which is why I, I bring up Howie Roseman. Mm-hmm. What what could have Howie done differently this this off season at the wide receiver position? He could have signed another uh, vertical receiver uh, rather than Deshaun. I mean, so I, so no, or in no, addition to Deshaun, they ended up being. Yeah. You know, they did a lot of cap maneuvering. Beginning of the offseason, they were up against the cap. It, as it turned out, they have as much room right now as almost anybody in the league. You know, they could have finagled another decent yeah. signing out of that. They just didn't think they had to. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, you look at that, you look at the draft pick of, of Arcega Whiteside. Maybe he will turn out okay. We've talked about this before, but... He's not okay now. Yeah. He's not anywhere near okay. And, uh, you know, you, D.K. Metcalf was on the field for Seattle. He did drop a touchdown pass, but he also caught more passes. than I guess in retrospect, bringing back – I think Nelson was their backup speed guy if something yeah. did happen to Deshaun. But, you know, they should have known based upon, you know, prior – um, they know experience that Nelly, Nelly when yeah. asked to be an outside guy right. or asked to be a one or two receiver, he's he just not, can't yeah. do it. Right. I, I, I sometimes wonder about the communication between, and and both of them have you know I mean Doug has indicated he wants no part of personnel, but I wonder how how well they're communicating yes. because you, when you watch some of these moves where they've signed people that don't seem to fit in or 
or player, you know, I, I, it just doesn't seem like they're on the same page. What about Alshon? What would you have done? I mean, the, obviously he had that a comeback. That one, I give him a little bit of a yeah, because he a had a good season. In that, I don't see why he's been this bad. I mean, I, I people okay. say he's slowed down, but he's twenty nine years old. You know, I mean, it's not like he's ancient. Uh, he had the calf injury early in the season. I guess that could still be bought, but he has just had a terrible year. And I don't, I don't know that they could have anticipated that. You're, you you brought up the contract, and I guess they did that to try to placate him I think or make him that. feel secure, but. It, whatever it was, it didn't work, and now it's going to make it harder. Maybe it had the opposite him. effect. You hey. had a very good uh, piece on that. You know, it's, it's going to make it hard to trade him. But maybe it had the opposite effect. Maybe it's like when he's one of these guys, when you give him security, he's like, yeah, yeah. all okay. right, I, yeah. Got my, I got my $16 million next year. Right. Or, uh, I'm sorry, it's 12 It's 11. They put themselves million. in a little bit of a box here because – you know, one's got to go, uh, at least one, because you're yeah. you're basically yeah. rebuilding. Well, They're going to spend the next two years rebuilding. Yeah, well, I was counting. You, you think know, either Alshon or, or Deshaun? I, I would think I. If you were ignoring the money aspect, if they just you know if that wasn't mm-hmm. a, a factor here, you'd be getting rid of at least two of the three. Absolutely. Uh, and, but they can't. Yeah. I don't think yeah. they can. Well, I mean, the cap's going to go up, but. Uh, have they put them? I, but they giant just, dead money is, yeah. is still it's, an anathema it's, it's to them. It's huge. Yeah. And my my thinking with that uh, though, it's going to be hard to trade Alshon, mm-hmm. Jeffrey, and and his yeah. salary. But how we trade? How we trade Demarco Murray? Yeah, I mean true. it's possible. Miami. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike, you don't have Mike Tannenbaum hanging around anymore. It's possible he or he, Joe he, Douglas. You know he's with Alshon in Chicago right here. Uh, or get Joe Tannenbaum Mike. a job. Right, yeah. I, Alshon is a good receiver. Um, yeah. I just wonder mentally, yeah. and we've heard all this about speculation that he's you know behind this unhappy. Yeah, uh, well, behind the ESPN anonymous sources right. as well. Um, Alleged, he'd alleged. Play with Sam Darnold, you know. I mean, I, I don't know. know. I mean, if you look at the numbers between Carson and and Nick in terms of how they've played with Alshon, yeah. the disparity is great. Yeah. yeah. And does does uh, does Alshon look at Alshon's got to know that he's had more, way more yeah. success with Nick than with Carson. Well, I mean, I think the bottom line there is that Nick was willing. To, I mean, Alshon's deal is. Throw it up. Throw it up, and he's a 50-50 catcher, and he'll go get But it's a Nick softer no problem, ball huh? that Nick throws. It's, yeah, but it's Nick, a, big, it's Nick had no reluctance to do that. Yeah. Uh, that's not Car- – Carson does not like to take a chance like that. I mean, he, he prefers yeah. to be in control and to get right. – he has confidence that he can get the ball. The times he's run. done it, though, Alshon hasn't caught it because I think it's a different – it's coming in harder and flatter, and Alshon can't time the jump as well as he does, does with yeah. Nick. But they just be, seem to be lacking chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they and really th- do. And, yeah. and I, you well, know, the story you told about Alshon not going to Houston after uh, Carson bought him a ticket to work out in the off season, uh, you know, that spoke volumes. I yeah. Mean, now uh, I wish I had the opportunity to ask Alshon, but he isn't talking to us anymore right. apparently. And to ask him, maybe you know, maybe he missed it for maybe. His yeah. son, his son, guys. We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Could have been but in the all hospital, I know is that he, knows, yeah. the ticket was bought and he didn't. He didn't show up. And he, right. he might have been one of the few guys who didn't show up. Um, certainly one of the ones that a ticket was purchased. Bottom line is, you know, they got to run the table. And and you look, no matter who they're playing, that's not going to be a gimme. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. can't because of the way they're playing right now, and because of the problems they seem to be having in the locker room with chemistry. It's just not a gimme. I, you know. That's a good transition into looking at, at these right. games now. Um, 
You're right about that. But then I look at the Cowboys, who have yeah. a, a diff- more difficult road. They have to play the Bears, the Rams. Um, Bills. The Bills. Yeah. And the Eagles. And I think their last game is against the Redskins because yeah. the Eagles' last game yeah. is against the Giants. So, the, I mean, there's potentially a couple losses in there. It's not like the Cowboys have been world beaters, right. despite the talent they that they have. They can't beat a team with a winning record. Right. Jason Garrett is we'll the We'll see best this chance. week against Buffalo. I think they'll yeah. probably beat yeah. Buffalo, but – they have not beaten a team with a win record. Jason Garrett's a terrible coach, and I think Eagles fans should thank their lucky stars. Unfortunately, I think Jerry Jones is finally starting to figure that out, uh, and that's a bad thing for the Eagles because I think that Dallas really has more talent Absolutely, uh, yeah. than the Eagles have right now. They just have a terrible coach. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that my thing with the Eagles right now is this, Jeff and Damo. We keep assuming that in these final five games – the chaos is going to recede and that they're going to have health here and health there. That's not the way the last two years have gone. I, th- who knows who's going to miss next week's game? You know, <laughs> it's about time for Wentz to get hurt again. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just unbelievable. They finally get the defense straightened out. Nobody knows when Jordan Howard is ever going to play with this shoulder thing. Uh, it. <laughs> I don't know what you can count on here. I, I, I really don't. I, it's, it's just remarkable that they can't keep – I know everybody has injuries, but nobody has injuries like this where you just can't count on your core players well, from they, week to week. Last year they had the most games lost to injury of any team in the NFL. I, um, I think Football Outsiders does the numbers, but they, don't, they wait until after the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where they stand now. I imagine it's pretty high up there. Um, and you're right. I mean, it's they've they've been one of the most injured teams over the last two years, and and that certainly factors into why we've seen uh, so many problems on both sides of the ball at various stages these last two years. But they did come back last year, and make right. the playoffs. They did come one Alshon Jeffrey drop pass from making it to the NFC yeah. Championship. Yeah. Uh, my question is, I mean, you have the Dolphins; they're bad. They're yeah. really bad. Then you have the Giants, who are really bad. Yeah. And then you have the Redskins, who may be even worse right. than those two teams. Giants, well, if you can't win all three Giants, of these, then you're, you have no business even thinking about the playoff. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, uh, the Giants aren't a gimme. I mean, uh, the Redskins are. Well, because you got them twice. The Dolphins are. Yeah, you yeah you're Giants playing them twice, twice and you got to deal with Saquon Barkley. Uh, yeah. And, His numbers you know, are we, we saw, you know, I mean, their, their, their running game, I mean, their run defense is, is strong most of the time, but they're prone to things like we saw with, yeah. with Rashad Penny on Sunday where they're giving up. Yeah. You know, well, just huge. What happened place. there on that 58-yard run? I didn't realize it at the time, but watching on the replay, their defensive line on that play was uh, Huggins. Uh, yeah. That other guy uh, <laughs> with 66. Rush. Yeah. Anthony Rush. Uh, and yeah. uh, Sweat and uh, who was the other defensive end? Uh, Barnett. No, it wasn't Barnett. It was. Yeah. Avery. Avery. Right. Yeah. You know, or I mean. Yeah. They, you know, that was just a bad. They caught him in the wrong set for that. Yeah. And, and then, then Rodney and, McLeod, McLeod judge and Nigel yeah. Bradham, who didn't yeah. take good. You know, I mean, they. And then of course Ronald Darby didn't remind anyone yeah. of LT. With but it wasn't the set. only play. They gave up two twenty-plus yards. That's true. To, to That's Penny. true. Uh, you know, Barnett f- f- doesn't set the edge on that. Yeah. Uh, Although on Chris that Long says he wasn't responsible for the back. Yeah, I don't see there. how well, you I had Bradham there too. That. Couldn't yeah. get off. A I think block. it was Brad. Yeah, I yeah. think it was either Bradham or the safety. Bradham did not have a good game. Uh, he made some plays, but he he he, he 
he had trouble getting off blocks on a lot of others. Uh, you know, first game back, so you give him a yeah. Jim give him a pass. had nicer things to say, but um, yeah. well, well, he, he looked all right. On, like, that's his boy. <laughs> he got caught in deep pass coverage a few times and actually was running with the guy. Yeah, I saw that one. But yeah. you're right; he did not yeah. kill it at the line of scrimmage. And, and you know, it was interesting, and I'm going to be interested to see how the, what Jim does going forward. He blitzed the hell out of uh, out of Russell Wilson. He yeah. didn't do that the previous two times he played him, uh, and it, and, and, and Russell it Wilson worked, had his really. way with him, and it worked this week. Yeah, I don't yeah. think uh, Russell gave, Wilson. That was the biggest disappointment yeah. to me. Is Russell Wilson did not kill the Eagles. Yeah. Right. They had, they had the a ball blitz, over twice. They had a blitz yeah. on on the trick play, and uh, but that was the only play that really that, that they got burned on. Yeah. I mean, uh, other than that, the, the blitz was very effective, and it's been very effective for a few weeks here. I'm going to be interested yeah. if he stays with it. Right, I mean, we should point out though. I mean, they haven't allowed an, an opponent to score more than seventy points over yeah. the last four yeah, games, and the defense yeah. is playing well. I feel like the the blitz was working because the the rush overall was working well. Like, I mean, everybody, you know, it wasn't just the blitzers who were getting home. Yeah, I mean, the pass rushers were they had were getting six sacks. Home. They yeah. really, really corralled him, and and, and the corners were playing. And it's because well, the corners were the playing part. pretty good. Jim felt like he could put them yeah. in poor, in bad situations, and if they were to give up something, which they did, he yeah. felt like they, you know, again, he that's why he trusts Jalen Mills. He knows Jalen yeah, right. is going to have a short memory and forget when he gives a big one. Yeah, I mean, he does battle he, the next play. He does not have. I mean, like they gave up three thirty-plus yard pass plays on Sunday, but. You know, Jim doesn't flinch. I mean, he still he has, right. and, and and he has he has people like Mills who don't flinch either. They give up right. a thirty yard, right. they just right. bounce right back. No, I mean, they, and that's a good good thing to have. When they had to jump back on the field five times after the Eagles' offense turned yeah. the ball over. Yeah. I mean, you know, they did a nice job, and and I imagine just looking at these offenses that they're playing the next three weeks. Geez, I mean, they they should be able to do the job right. against these guys. You're right. They they ha- look. This isn't the '85 Bears and. This isn't really even as good as the defense that we saw two years ago that won the Super Bowl, but um, it gives them a little hope, yeah. I think, yes. uh, going forward. I got a f- – I mean, my my feeling, my personal feeling is that – well, I don't know when Jordan Howard's going to come back because I think this injury is more serious than – I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, it, a stinger affects the neck, and so yeah. they're being real cautious. There's a neck-shoulder yeah. problem here of some sort. Um, ner- nerve damage. But, I mean, I think, one, you know, they get Lane back and they get – Brandon back, which we we yeah. really haven't talked about his situation, but yeah. um, they get them back. You know, Miles Sanders is is starting to run the ball real well. He's starting to be very decisive. Uh, I mean, I think I think they can score a few more points than they've scored the last two weeks. And I think Ajay is functional. It was hard to tell. He yeah. didn't get but six carries, and only one better. of them really broke. But he looked like he yeah. knew what he was doing, and he, he was didn't look like he was ball. lost or that he was he had lost five steps or yeah. you know didn't have any idea what to do he looked like he knew the plays he knew the you know he was yeah running aggressively so but i still think jordan howard you know three weeks ago jordan howard was the focus of the he offense. was yeah <laughs> and, I mean, and, and, and he will be again and, if he ever comes back yeah but. it's just it's uh, th- that's my point about yeah. this year it's just ridiculous it's it's crazy mm-hmm. yeah deshaun goes down then miles go, you know, just when yeah. it seems like they're doing well and they lose these guys and so you know that's the bigger picture uh, mm-hmm. story. I think partly of these last two seasons, and it's one that it's very hard to get information on when it comes to injuries, the medical staff, and why and the way they rehab things. I think that's really yes. if we had the ability to really delve into this stuff and and make people talk to us. Yeah. You know, I just think they've they have a gigantic staff now. Every year they add more people. 
yeah. you know, to these training and rehab stuff. And I, I have to question what they're doing. I really do. Well, I think communication was clearly a problem last year. Yeah. And that's why they got, you know, the rid of the one doctor and brought in the other person to kind of be the center point of, of all these different departments that they have they mm -hmm. have the strength and training they have the sports science they have right. the training staff the regular training staff, and then they have all the doctors i mean it's it's oh, that's wow. a really good point that i hadn't really considered it's become almost a bureaucracy over yes there. whereas yeah. it used to be rick burkholder and one other guy yeah, right. you know and they did everything now it's all these yeah. people and uh, you don't know who who talks to whom or, or who's I on think following what from what i understand or, that is that has been part of yeah. part of the problem hmm. All right, well, I guess that'll be something we uh, delve into later on. Uh, for our part, again, a reminder, Inquire.com, please subscribe to all our great stories, uh, not only from And even us, the ones that aren't great. <laughs> and not only from us, but from our columnists and the other writers that chip in. So uh, hopefully we'll talk to you guys again. Happy Thanksgiving yes. uh, to all our listeners, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Gobble, gobble, and that's the Bird's Eye View podcast. Talk to you soon.